Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is... Ah, this happens now and then. This is Connection Revealed, Part 4. September 20th, 2063. San Francisco, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province. 3.30 a.m. local time. The curtain wasn't entirely closed and the moon lit up the room. Elle was lying on her side, fast asleep. The sheets had slid down to her hips. The moonlight reflected on Elle's pale skin, giving it a mysterious glow. Louise studied the lines of Elle's shoulder blades. Elle's hair was longer than usual, covering part of her shoulders and the pillow. Elle was so beautiful. It still took Louise's breath away. She swallowed slowly. Her chest tightened as she kept staring. They spent most nights together. Still, it felt like it had been a long time since Louise had really seen Elle like this. When did it change? Louise wondered. She thought of their first months together. They would make love as soon as they were alone. They'd talk for hours afterward, often until early morning. It had been a magical time. Louise knew that new relationship energy couldn't last. Gradually, real life had to take over again. Still, they'd been so focused on each other for a long time. They'd kept in touch throughout the day whenever they were at work and spent all of their free time together. Lately, though, something had changed. When they were together, Elle was often distracted. Louise was too, if she was honest. She'd find herself thinking about work over dinner rather than listening to Elle talk about her day. When they went out on a date, their conversations were often about the daily grind of work. It would take a while, or some distraction in the shape of a movie or a book, before they'd talk about the more essential things in life. In bed, they'd cuddle and then fall asleep. Sometimes they even skipped the cuddling. They rarely made love like they used to. Again, it wasn't just Elle. Louise, too, rarely took the initiative. Louise cleared her throat. <clears throat> Part of her hoped that Elle would hear it and ask why she was awake. But Elle stayed perfectly still. Her ribs moved up and down at the same slow pace as before. Louise tried again, clearing her throat a little louder. Nothing. I miss you, she thought, sighing. She reached for Elle, wrapping an arm around her and scooting closer. Elle's skin was cooler than she had expected. Louise closed her eyes as she rested her chin on Elle's shoulder. Elle murmured approvingly, pushing into Louise. Louise breathed in Elle's scent for a few minutes. The ache in her chest spread with every breath she took. She tightened her arm around Elle and moved even closer. Elle stirred in response. <clears throat> Are you okay? She asked, her voice hoarse from sleep. Louise didn't know what to say. Was she okay? She didn't feel okay. How to express her feelings when she wasn't even sure what they were. She considered telling Elle that she missed her, 
but wasn't sure how that would sound. Louise missed spending time together like they used to. She missed feeling all that wonder and amazement whenever she watched Elle tell a story. She missed seeing those same feelings in Elle's eyes. Maybe she could suggest they go on a date. They could go do something they both loved, like a walk on the beach or a bike ride to the bridge around sunset. It would be just the two of them. Louise could perhaps think of a surprise, too, like a picnic. Her lips parted. She was scared to suggest the date for some reason. It felt more important than usual. What if Elle wasn't as enthused by the idea as Louise was? What if she didn't realize how important this was? Um, Louise started anyway. Maybe we can go on a date tomorrow or the day after? Mm. Elle murmured sleepily. Louise wasn't sure if that was a yes or a no. Maybe Elle was thinking about it? Louise's heart raced. When no reply came, Louise tried again. Maybe the beach? She croaked. But Elle had already fallen back asleep. Louise could feel the rhythm of Elle's breathing against her chest, slow and steady. Louise pressed her lips together. She felt tears stinging at the back of her eyes. Louise tried not to cry. She didn't want to wake Elle. It would be best if she calmed down and fell asleep. Things would probably feel better in the morning. They'd get up and have a quick breakfast together. Then they'd be off to work. That's just life, Louise told herself. September 20th, 2063. White Sands Army Base, New Mexico. North American Province. 6.30 a.m. Local time. Michelle peered at the light above her head. The engineers had told her the power was fully restored, but she was sure something was off still. She narrowed her eyes and waited. Michelle was in full uniform and she was on her way out. Yesterday had been a clusterfuck of a day, and she wanted an early start. She needed to deal with the security breaches related to the power outage. But while she was getting ready, the light in the bathroom had flickered again. That wasn't surprising in itself. She hadn't gotten around to letting maintenance know. She had more pressing things to do. But then, just as she was about to exit her front door, she had noticed a slight flicker in the light of her hallway as well. This had stopped her dead in her tracks. It couldn't be a coincidence, right? Two lights malfunctioning at the same time all of a sudden? And so Michelle was waiting to see if it would happen again. She quickly glanced at her watch. She'd been standing here for about 10 minutes now. She couldn't do this much longer. Just five more minutes, she told herself. Michelle chewed on her lower lip. Her eyes hurt from staring at the light even though she held up a hand to block most of it. She knew she should probably let it go for now, but she just couldn't. A loud knock made her jump. She covered her heart and glared at the door. Who on earth had startled her so? She didn't have neighbors on this floor. No one was supposed to be able to just knock on her door. 
Activate front door camera, she said softly. Her home system instantly responded. The screen of her watch lit up with a video stream. A woman was standing in front of the door. Michelle tilted her head. The visitor looked familiar, but she still couldn't quite place her. The 30-something was wearing civilian clothes. Her unruly shoulder-length hair looked black on the monitor, but could be dark brown too. It looked like she was carrying a tablet under her arm. Michelle's heart skipped a beat when the woman looked up into the camera. Her eyes were beautiful, even on the screen. Long eyelashes accentuated big, light brown eyes. It was like staring at Bambi. Hello? The visitor yelled, knocking on the door again. This made Michelle snap out of her daze. I need to talk to you, the visitor demanded. Michelle had had enough of this. Who the hell did this lady think she was? She pulled open the door abruptly, ready to yell. But before she could get a word out of her mouth, recognition finally fully kicked in. You have a serious problem with the power supply, Jade Turner said, her Bambi eyes fixed on Michelle's. Michelle bristled. The power has been restored, she said defensively. How did you get in? She continued. Turner interrupted her. The cells are no longer charging, she said, stepping forward. If there is another power outage, we'll have less than a week of backup power. You need to listen to me. Her face was close to Michelle's now. What are you talking about? Michelle asked, stepping back. Keep your distance or I'll have you arrested. Turner stopped and raised her hands. I came here because you've always refused to meet me. Michelle huffed. <laughs> because you're a walking security breach, as illustrated right here and now. The corners of Turner's lips curved up a little. You have a point. Turner's smug expression angered Michelle even more. You need to leave. I'll have my assistant set up a meeting with you. This can't wait, Turner insisted. You can start packing your bags in the meantime, Michelle sneered. It was Turner's turn to huff. You're kicking me off the base. I am, Michelle said. You're a danger to everyone living here. Fine, Turner said, smile gone. She shrugged. Have fun living in the dark. She turned around and started walking away. Michelle stood nailed to the floor. Turner was as unpredictable as she was unruly. Michelle felt like she had just stepped off of a roller coaster. Her mind struggled to process everything Turner had said. Wait, she yelled at the scientist. Turner, come back here. Turner stopped, but didn't turn around. I don't take orders from you, she said. Michelle's nostrils flared. Technically, Turner was right. As a civilian, she didn't have to take orders from Michelle. But she did have to abide by Michelle's rules for civilians on the base. What did you say about the cells? Michelle asked, using every bit of restraint she had. If Turner had valuable information about the base's power supply, Michelle couldn't ignore what she was saying just because the woman insisted on acting like a rebellious teenager all the time. Turner looked over her shoulder. Can I come in? No fucking... Michelle started to say, but then stopped herself. <sighs> is it really necessary? It is, Turner replied, finally turning around. Michelle thought for a long moment. Protocol demanded Turner come into Michelle's office for a meeting. 
Why was she even considering letting this woman enter her apartment? Right then, above their heads, the light flickered. Michelle's eyes snapped up to the ceiling. See? Turner said. That's part of your problem. My problem? Michelle asked. Your problem if you kick me off the base, Turner quipped. Our problem if you let me in and let me explain what's going on. Michelle's eyes narrowed as she held Turner's intense gaze. All right, she relented. Come in. This was part four of Connection Revealed. Thank you to all the fellow romantics who helped keep me going. This is a listener-funded podcast, and when I release a new episode, it is made possible with the help of fellow romantics around the world. So thank you. I'm also currently working on an extra scene, a Halloween scene. It should be out and available on the website. For patrons, go... Bloop. I'll keep that blooper in. Go check out the extra scene. All right, that's all for this week. Thank you for spending time with me. It's always a privilege. Thank you for listening to my work. And I will see you soon for another episode of The Lesbian Romantic. Bye.